Hi, my name is Malachi Shavuta, and welcome to the Chisholm Trail Academy Creative Writing Podcast. Today, I'll be sharing my own short story titled Soaring Like an Eagle. If you like my story, please feel free to like, share, or leave a comment. So there was once a kid named Joseph. For the most part, he was a normal kid. He had loving parents, a well-behaved sister, and a good friend named Ricky. Everything in his life seemed normal, but in reality, he felt like he had no freedom. Every day he would wake up, and his parents would tell him what to do. They would tell him to go get ready, to go brush his teeth. His parents chose who he hung out with, what clothes he wore, and what he had to say. They chose what he should have liked, what he should have been interested, and what he should do. But there was a time where he felt he would have a glimpse of feeling free. It was when he was with his friend Ricky. Ricky was somebody his friends had chose could be his friend, but they didn't really know that much about him. Ricky lived in the forest just behind Joseph's house. So whenever his parents would tell him he could go outside and get some fresh air, he would spend all his time talking to Ricky. They would talk about movies Ricky had seen, places he'd been, and things he'd done that Joseph's parents would never let him do. Joseph's time with Ricky would always be cut too short. But his favorite story of Ricky's was when he would talk about Eagles Canyon. Eagles Canyon was a place Ricky and Joseph had seen passing by on their way to school. It was a place Ricky had said you could experience the most freedom, and that's all he'd ever wanted, was to be free. Joseph woke up bright and early on a Sunday morning. At the same time, 6.45, the time his mom had always sat on his clock. He got ready, ate breakfast. His dad had cooked two boiled eggs and two slices of toast, same as any Sunday. His mom told him to go to the store and get some potatoes for lunch. Mashed potatoes and asparagus every time. So he got on his bike and started his trek to the store. On the way to his store, he wanted to, he had a sort of urge to do a trick. A trick on his bike he had never done before, a wheelie. His mom had always told him not to do tricks because he would get hurt. But he had really wanted to do the trick. So he tried to pop a wheelie right in front of his neighbor's driveway. He actually did it for a second, but when he came to land, his front tire slipped and sent him flying. He felt so happy because he had done something he wanted to, but it didn't go without a consequence. He had a pretty large scrape on his left arm, but that wasn't even the worst part. His sister had seen him attempt the trick. He already knew that his sister would probably tell on him, so he took as much time as he could to make the potatoes. When he returned home, he could only imagine what punishment would be there for him. When he opened the door, his parents seemed so calm, getting ready to make dinner. The first person to greet him, though, was his sister. She didn't seem like her usual self, though. She seemed more evil. Usually she was always smiling with a nice little book in her hand, but this time she had a sinister look on her face. The first thing she had said was that she knew that he had done the trick and that she could get him in trouble at any time, but as long as he did whatever she said, he would not get in trouble. So of course Joseph 
would have never been in serious trouble in like five years, so he tried all that he could to make her happy, so that she went on him. He would do her chores, do anything she asked, so he wouldn't get in trouble. A week had passed after the incident on the bike, and his parents started to worry about him, because he wasn't acting his usual self. So they went to ask him what had happened, and he had told them the truth. His parents weren't too mad, but they still had to punish him. So they said that he wasn't allowed to go outside. He could only stay and read the books. He was heartbroken to hear that, but at least they hadn't thrown him out on the streets. So for the next two weeks, he wasn't allowed to go out and talk to Ricky. All he did was sit inside and read books. Of course, his parents picked the books he read. After reading for an hour, he would go in his room and just think. But all he could hear was Ricky's voice echoing in his brain. He could hear Ricky telling him to go outside. And even if they caught him, he would only get another week. But Joseph knew that that wasn't the right thing to do, so he stayed inside. After the weeks had passed, he could finally go outside and talk to Ricky. But Ricky didn't want to talk to him. He was mad because Joseph never told him where he was. So all Ricky could assume was that Joseph had gone and met other people, but that was never the case. Joseph went outside the next day, and to his surprise, Ricky wasn't there. Ricky had always been the exact same spot every day, but not today. Joseph knew that if Ricky wasn't there, then he would probably have to stay and go outside the next day and try to find him. He Joseph thought that he was sad, but if he went and talked to him, there was no point in him even going outside. So he stayed inside, but would occasionally peer out the window to see if Ricky had come back, but he hadn't. His parents could see that he wasn't happy, so they told him that for him to be happy, all he would have to do is do what they tell him, because what they tell him is the right thing to do. They always said they chose what was best for him, and that's what he did because he didn't want to make them upset. But if you were to ask Joseph, he would tell them that most of the time he wouldn't want to do what his parents told him to do. So he never got to choose for himself what he wanted. He would always rely on Ricky to tell him fun stories to keep him happy. But since Ricky wasn't there, it looked like he was never going to be happy again. One night, Joseph dreamt about him and Ricky hanging out at the Eagles Canyon. He was so happy that he didn't want to wake up, but sadly his dad came and shook him awake. 6.45, the same as any day. He had spent the rest of that day reading books and drawing until late in the evening when he saw a flash from outside the window. He wasn't to go outside past dark, so he went to try and go to sleep. But then he started to hear Ricky's voice again, telling him to go and follow the flash. He tried to ignore it, but then the voice got louder and louder and the flash started getting brighter and brighter. He finally gave in and walked outside to see what it was. And to his surprise, it was a bird, but not just any bird, it was an eagle. Joseph knew that this was a sign for something and he really wanted to follow it, but he wondered what his parents would do. He finally came to peace with getting in trouble because he, wanted, he finally wanted to be free, even if it was just for a second. So he ran as fast as he could after the bird. He probably ran like five miles when the bird finally stopped 
and it was just flying in circles over something. Joseph went over, and to his surprise, he saw Ricky, all beat up and what it looked like to be a broken leg. Joseph was shocked because he had passed by this ditch plenty of times on his way to school. So that must have been the voices that he was hearing. It was Ricky the whole time. Joseph had tried to pick Ricky up and take him to get help, but it seemed as if Ricky didn't want. Ricky had damaged his vocal cords from all the screaming, and Joseph could barely hear him. All he could make out were the words, Go and Canyon. But why would Ricky want to go to the canyon when he couldn't even walk? Everything Joseph would try to take him home, he would start struggling and point towards the canyon. Finally, he gave in, then he carried him in the direction of the canyon. It took them about another half an hour to get there, and when they did, Ricky had the biggest smile on his face. Joseph asked why he was so happy, and Ricky says because he had always wanted to be an eagle, to be able to soar and go wherever he wanted, with anyone to tell him otherwise. Joseph had just not realized that he, Ricky wanted to be just as free as Joseph did. After laying at the edge of the canyon for a couple minutes, just watching all the eagles soar, Ricky and Joseph knew how it felt to always be told what to do. Joseph said that it may not be what he always wants, but it's the best for him. Ricky asked if that was really what he believes or if that's just what he was told. And at that very moment, he realized that everything his parents had told him was a lie. They weren't doing what was best. They were just doing what was easiest. But after realizing that, he felt a buzz in his pocket. It was his, it was his mom calling him. He picked up the phone and all you could hear was her and her dad yelling, telling him to come home or else there would have a big consequence. All Joseph did was send him his, them his location, and he hung up. Ricky asked why he would do that, and Joseph replied, I want to stay here forever. Joseph and Ricky caught up on everything, and Ricky wasn't at all bothered by his leg. Then his parents pulled up in their Volkswagen Beetle, and that's when Joseph looked at Ricky and nod his head, said it was time. As his parents approached him, telling him that it was time to go, for the first time ever, he had the willpower to reject him. He could see through their lies, and he knew that if they really wanted what was best for him, that they would at least given him the little amount of freedom to spend with his friend. Joseph didn't realize it, but he had backed up against the edge of the canyon. His parents told him that he had until the count of three, all Joseph could do was, with a big grin on his face, tell his parents that he loved them, and with Ricky in his arms, he jumped. Just for a moment, he knew what it felt like for freedom. He soared like an eagle that day. Thank you all for listening to this episode of CTA Creative Writing. The CTA Creative Writing Podcast is a production of the Chisholm Trail Academy fine arts department this episode's work was titled soaring like an eagle and it was written and produced by me malakashavuta if you like what you heard please feel free to like share and leave a comment